Thank you for checking out the Mercy Hill Church Sermon Podcast. If you would like to know more about Mercy Hill, you can visit us on the web at mercyhill.cc. For those of you who don't know, este es mi bueno amigo personal uh, desde 20 años ahora. Uh, Javier has been a friend, a dear special friend. Uh, this is 20 years now. Uh, and many uh, of us among our group of churches have served alongside Javier and his wife Elizabeth and their churches, uh, particularly in Argentina, but in other parts of, of Central and South America as well. And so we welcome you as a, as a brother. We don't think of you just as a visiting speaker. We think of you as that family member who's finally come back. And, and so if you're not familiar with Javier, let me just urge you, just go ahead and open your heart. Just just do that. Just decide before you start speaking that God has a word for me too today. Uh, because those of us who've heard from him before, we have never failed to hear the voice of God speaking into our hearts as he opens up the word with both a combination of gentleness and humility and yet also a surgeon's scalpel that uh, gives us what we need. So thank you so much. Buenos dias, buongiorno, bon dia. Ah, bonjour. Good morning. Um, I love to be here in such a beautiful multicultural uh, church. I really like it. Um, um, I am a little nervous, of course, because this is not my uh my, my local language but i know that some of you are praying for me thank you very much i need it okay <laughs> um a uh, mm, uh, we came uh, i came with my wife to the states and she is in hope church right now um she's going to i think she's going to preach in a couple more minutes. Um, so, well, I um, I am complete in Christ, but I miss her right now. Yeah. I want to share with you a word that um, is not a preach that I prepared for you. It was a word that God gave us to us. I, I ate it. I enjoy it, and it comfort me and strength me during the last maybe two or three months. We went through this word. God spoke to us, and I want to share with you this morning. I am very happy to see some friends of yours. Um, Isaac, Pastor Fontana, send you greetings. <laughs> Um, Mark, that is over there, it's a pleasure to see you, my friend, yeah, and many others that are around here, yeah. Uh, please open your Bible in Matthew 11, chapter 11, verse 25 to 29. Uh, some of you heard the part of this message on Thursday, and let me, I, I want to be honest with you. Last night I, I was 
till midnight uh, finishing the message for for preaching to, today in the morning. And I was so focused on sharing that word that I was not hearing God uh, about what he wants to speak to you. And I stay awake till past midnight with my wife writing and, and, and then I pray. Asking God that he could bless my work. And while I was praying, God directed me to, he, he said to me, I know that he said to me, that I share the word that I preach on Thursday. I don't like to repeat a preaching. Really, I don't like it. Even more when there is some people that could hear it before. Uh, but if, would, if I could be flexible, if I would be flexible, I would go to bed earlier. Because I was not flexible enough and I wait till midnight to ask God for blessing, not direction. That produces that, you know. But now I want to share this word that some of you already hear a part of it on Thursday. And I want to share with you as the way as, as I shared it at all my own church, the church that I'm leading. So, Matthew 11, 25 to 29 says, At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one, you are the one, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Come to me. All you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen? Amen. For some of us who have been at, in, in, at the church for many years, and you've been serving at the church, maybe some of you would say, that is, well, I don't know if it's totally true that the yoke is easy. Maybe some of you may say, I took the yoke many years ago, and it was, no, it w- it was not easy for me to take the yoke of... Uh, Christianity, of church, uh, or maybe you may say, I was working at the church and it was not easy, Pastor. So, or God is wrong, or I am wrong. He says that the yoke is easy, and he called us to find rest in this yoke. 
But if you did not find rest in this yoke, or the yoke was not easy for you, maybe we are wrong. What do you think? O Dios está equivocado, o yo estoy equivocado. Or God is wrong, or I am wrong. And I think that God is not wrong. I have the perception that God is not wrong, usually. You know? So, I read all the context of uh, Matthew 11:28 with the purpose to see what Jesus was speaking about. What he was speaking about. And he was speaking about the revelation of the Son, of the, re the revealing purpose of the Son, that was the Father. The focus of Jesus was not himself. The focus of Jesus was the Father. Take us to the Father. He came to us. He came to earth with one purpose. Take us back to the Father. That's why he says, I am the way, the life, and the truth. And nobody goes to the Father. You, nobody, you, you can't go to the Father except by the Son. He is the way to the Father. He is the truth revealing, um, the truth that reveal God as a Father. That's why he came as a Son. He came as a son, his son. He did not came as an ambassador. He did not came as a servant of God. He came as the son of God. To reveal the fatherhood of God to us. And we need to, we need, really we need to submerge ourselves in the revelation that he brought to us. Because many of the sadness and loneliness and brokenness of our generation has to do with the lack of revelation on the fatherhood of God. We are willing to, we are willing. In some way, Christians or believers are willing to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. But we lack to know the heart of the Father. The strong arms of the Father. The care of the Father. The purpose of the Father. The covering of the Father. The love of the Father. And Jesus came to, to His generation... And to our generation. To reveal the Father. To show us the Father. Because we need that fatherhood. That give us security. You know. When you have a father. You feel secure. The role of the father. Give you security. Give you covering. You, you know. My father is with me. You know. And if you have some. Problem at, at the school, you know that you have a father that may come and help you with that issue, you know. And usually you feel that when you are young, you feel that your father is strong, your father know, knows all, 
Your father is your companion. I'm speaking about a good father. And we have a good, good father. Amen. We have a good, good father. As usually we sing here. Don't you? And we, we need to meet that revelation. That's why Jesus says, come to me. You know what he's saying today in this morning? He's saying to you and to me, come to me because you are, you are tired. Because you have, you, you are, uh, you have a burden in your life that I want to take it away and help you to come with me, come to me so I can take you to the Father. That's what he says in verse 27. He's here to reveal the Father to the one that was given to him. It's, it's deep. I know it is a little, a little deep and I'm, I'm not gonna get there. But the Father gave him the people that he will take to the Father. It was the decision of the Father that you would be here, knowing the Lordship of Christ, the the, the direction of Christ, the the, the guidance the guidance of Jesus. He decided, I believe, in the decision of God of having you here, show uh, revealing you the Son, and. Through the Son come to the Father. Is what it was God's decision that you would be here today. We are in His purpose. You are not lost. He found you. He looked for you. He wanted you. He paid for you. He came here for you. You are not an accident. In this morning, you are part of the purpose of the, fa- the Father, God the Father. He brought you here so you may meet Jesus and He will guide you back to the Father as a son. Not only as a servant, as a son. Not only as a believer, as a son. And I want to make emphasis on this issue because we need to know the Father in a deeper way. Our children need that the parents know the Father in a deeper way. Your wife needs that you met the Father in a deeper way. Your, your husband needs that you, lady, meet the Father in a deeper way because when you met the Father, you, you will feel secure in the arms of the Father. In the heart of the Father, in the love of the Father. Many of our weakness are part of the lack of knowledge or revelation in the acceptancy, love, grace of the Father. Come to me, says Jesus this morning. Come to me, you who are alone and heavy laden. Come to me, says the Lord, to those who are tired, who are uh, exhausted. Come to me, says the Jesus, 
to those who want to quit. Quit to the marriage, quit to uh, their commitment, quit to life. He's saying, this morning come to me, you are not alone. You don't, you, you, you shouldn't be alone. Don't, don't feel alone. I am here. I'm, I'm calling you. Come to me. I want to take you to a secure place, to a safe house. That safe house is the presence of the Father, the heart of the Father, the throne of the Father, the, the, the family of the Father. He's calling you today. Whatever you came from, no importa de donde vos ven, no importa de donde usted está viniendo, no matter where you are coming from, He's calling you to come to Him. Come to Him. No, no es suficiente venir a los Estados Unidos o venir a un barrio. It's not enough to come to the United States or come into a neighborhood. Is, there is no safety anywhere. The only place that is safe enough is the presence of God. Es la presencia de Dios. Es la casa del Padre. Is the household of the Father. Amen. That's the only secure place. Yes. That's the only place where you are going to feel full of life. Is it is in His presence. There is no safety place anywhere. You know? There is no place of, of security anywhere. You know, most, la mayoría de los accidentes pasan en casa. Most of the accidents happen at home. You know? Ask uh, uh, un, un agente de seguros. Un, a agent of insurance, you know, they will tell you that most of the accidents happen at home. Most of them at bathroom. So, there is no secure place, you know. Not even when you are in the, 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 the place of your heart that you feel secure and, and you know, I am secure. No, 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 no. You are not. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling comfortable. <laughs> Me siento cómodo. I, uh, I feel comfortable here and that's dangerous. So... Uh, There is no secure place, you know. Uh, it's not a neighborhood. It's not a, at home. It's not a job. There is not a secure job, you know. Uh, you went through some process, economical and financial process in the last years. You know, we live that every day. <clears throat> and uh, there is no secure place. His, his presence, his love, the revelation of his power, love, grace, that is our secure place. That what Jesus says, take my yoke, but this yoke is not for working. 
This yoke is for direction. There is no context there that speak the, that this yoke is a working yoke. Check it out if you want it. There is no, there is no um, evidence at the text that he's speaking about working. But because we are in a workaholic generation, you know, some, I, I wrote some phrases that I heard, um, about, uh, this workaholic generation. You know, are you lonely? Find something to do. Are you lonely? Work a little more. Make uh, extra time, uh, money, overtime. Are you sad? Put your mind to do something. Find a, a hobby. Work. And if you are working, work more. You know, we are part of a workaholic uh, uh, generation. And if if someone finds you just sitting and reflecting, meditating, it's like you, people would think bad about you. You know? But meditation, meditation is not something from... Uh, new age or the known. The, the, the Psalms are full of meditation. God asked His people to meditate in His Word and in His presence and on His name. And you can't meditate while you are working. I have a, uh, we, we went through some days of fasting and prayer. And one of our men at the church uh, says, okay, I'm going to do some fasting while I'm at, uh, at the job, uh, at my work. Okay, I, I didn't know that. He told me uh, later, you know. Okay, fasting, I will go to my job and I'm, I'm going to be connected with the church fasting. After he finished the, the day of, the, his day of at the job, he arrived to his house. He was like, you know, uh, a little dizzy, you know. He was hearing it. He says, I was hearing it in my ears. He was a little confused. And he says, oh, this, it is Satan that is um, uh, hindering me to continue with this fasting. He was trying to fast while he was working. There is not the kind of fast that has to do with a, a spiritual life. It's not doing something at the same time that you are doing another thing. You know, you, can, you can't uh, watch Netflix while you are reading your Bible. <laughs> there are some laughing. There, uh, it's a con- <laughs> It is a confession over there. Okay. <laughs> you, you can't. He He's jealous about us. He wants us for him and him alone. Jesus is saying to you today, come to me. Come to me because I want to take you to a safe house. I want to take you to a place of rest. 
And that place of rest is not, you know, it is not because it's lack of responsibilities. It's, it says, and let me take you here. He says, come to me and you will find rest. It does not say you will feel rest. It says you will find rest. And let me explain what God spoke to me. We are in a feeling-driven generation. <laughs> you know? I thank God for the book, Purpose Driven Life. But uh, we, are, we live in a feeling-driven uh, generation, you know? Uh, looking for feeling, you know? But... Jesus did not say, come to me, I will give, and you will find, we will, and you will feel rest. It says you will find rest. Speaking about a place, a position, a realm. I don't know how to explain it in other words. It's finding a place of rest while you are following with your responsibilities. I'm not saying something against what I said before. We need to set apart time for him. We need it. We need time for meditation. But while you are under some time of pressure, some process of hardship, a process of sadness, while you are in the storm, if you know that you are there because Jesus take you there, that is a place of rest. That is a place of rest. Because it was not your decision to be there. You are there because you follow Him. You remember the, 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 the disciples when Jesus said after the multiplication of bread and fish. Jesus came to them or asked them to follow him. And he said, let's cross to the other side of the sea. But go, you go in the front and we'll meet you there. And I will meet you there. The disciples were willing to obey Jesus. They took the boat. They sailed into the sea. And when they were at halfway, this is the, the word says, when they were halfway of, of their destination, the storm started. The water came, started to shake the, the boat. Some water was getting into the boat. And it was raining and thundering and, you know, and the, 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 the sea was waving. Yes. And they were afraid of that moment. But at that moment, they saw Jesus walking upon the sea, but also upon the storm, and also upon the waves. Yes. Because when you obey Jesus, when you obey the voice of God, when you are obedient to His will and purpose, when you obey Him, it does not mean that you are going to have a calm, a nice trip to your destination. Those who have, those who have some ears coming to the church, you know this. 
But there's always some, someone new that thinks, Oh, I'm coming to church, now everything is going to be easy. Now God is with me, and everything is going to be easier. God, God is almighty, powerful. He has, he, is, he will give me all kind of victories. If you are going to have a victory, because you are going to have a fight. So if you want to reach the green pastures and you want to reach the calm waters, you know, you know that he will, he will take you to valleys of shadow of death. It's not you going there. It's he taking you through there. You know, if you want to go to a hill or a mountain and you are coming from another hill or mountain, you will go through a valley or you have wings. <laughs> but in Psalm 23, those are ships, ships, pronunciation, sorry, <laughs> it's not ships. Are ships. <laughs> Sorry for my pronunciation. I'm Argentine. So, <laughs> ships has no wings. Just in case if you don't know. <laughs> and when they follow the shepherd, they need to, if you want to go from one hill to another hill, you need to go through the valley. And the valley is a place of dangers. There are many threatens over there. And the shepherd knows that he is taking you to a better place, a, a place of rest. And your rest is follow the shepherd. I'm following the shepherd. He, I follow his voice. I follow his singing. You know? It's not a shepherd that will uh, push you to go there. You need to follow him. You know? I, I don't know how it is shepherding over, over here in the States, but in the Middle East, it's a matter of following the shepherd. It's not that you are Carrying, you know, come on, ships, come on. No, the shepherd goes in the front and the ships come behind him. And when you are, you know, you have plenty of place and a lot of green, maybe you are a little scattered. But when you go through the valley of shadows, you want to go close to the shepherd, you know. Is, is, I, I like to go camping with my children. And sometimes it gets dark. And we go from the fire to the river to, because we are fishing and then go back to, to the fire or the tent, you know. And they follow me. 
Well, my eldest son is not following so much. <laughs> but they follow me, you know, my daughter of 13 and my youngest daughter of 6. They follow me. Could, could you stand up and sure. help me? Am I the daughter? No, no, you, you, are, you are me now, you know? <laughs> now, in the day, they are playing and, you know, doing things and fishing. But in the, in the night, when I say, come on, follow me, let's go. Come on, let's yeah. go. In the night, they go like this. You know, they feel secure. Why? <laughs> to be close to you. <laughs> Sit down, please. When he says, come to me, you are going to a dark process. Come closer. That's good. Come closer. We need to be close to him because he is guiding us into rest. He know he knows where he is going. He knows where I should go. He will take me to rest. He is taking me through rest on his guidance. It's not by my, by my own. He's taking me. Wherever he I go, he is taking me. It's not my decision, it's not my opinion. I rest on his direction, guidance. God is saying to you this morning, come to me. Let me guide you. I gave you my spirit so I can guide you through this process. Depend on me. It's not your way. It's not your opinion. I love your opinion. But it's my decision. God loves to hear your opinion. Give your opinion to him and then obey him. <laughs> you know, if you feel good, I, I said to God all that I want to say. Okay, then when you finish with your speech and discourse, you know, hear him and obey him. It's good that you give all, all of your, you know, sadness and worries and fears. He love, he, he have no problem to hear you. Maybe someone don't want to hear you. He have no problem to hear you. He wants that you te descargues con él. That you give it, give your burden to him. Descárgate con Dios. Chora. Cry. Uh, tears. Shout. Claim. Enojate con Dios si es necesario. And then hear him. Hear his voice. Cry, 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 cry till you feel. And then hear his voice. He will not complain about your complaints. He will not complain about your tears. He will not complain about your feelings. But after you outpour all your feelings, hear his voice. Hear his direction. Sometimes, sometimes our feeling shout so strong inside of us. And we try to push them down and spiritual person do not feel this way. You know. 
I'm a spiritual. I cannot feel this sadness or depression or crisis. You know, I am American. I don't, shouldn't be like this. You know? Oh, I, I need to show a face that nothing affects me. You know? No, no. Come to him. Come to me. Cry as much as you need. Pour your burden. Leave your burden at his feet. It's not your burden. It's the burden that he wants to share with you. You know, just leave your burden. Cry, shout, get angry. And then when you calm down, hear his voice. He, he, he'll, he will give you rest in his direction. Maybe you are in a family where you can't show your emotions. Maybe you are in a married couple where you can't show your feelings or your situation. Come to him. He is your place, your, your safety house, safe house. He is your place of sorrows and, and tears and emotional time. And then feel his, or hear his voice, meditate on his word in his name. Take, take time to worship him with words that maybe you are not feeling, but are part of the spirit crying out to him. And then, follow Him. In the direction He is taking you. Because in that direction, you will find rest. Not because the storm has calmed down. It is because He is with you and you are with Him. Many times I hear, I, 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 I hear many messages about, against Peter that he drowned. Drown on the water? He sunk. sunk. He's sunk in the water. You know? But come on, man. He walked on the water. Si caminaste alguna vez en las aguas, quejate de Pedro. If you ever walk on water, you can't complain about Peter. You know? Oh, that silly Peter that sunk on the water. Come on. Have you ever walked on water? <laughs> but he walked on the water. Not only he walked to Jesus on the water, he came back walking. It doesn't say, okay, you may say, Pastor, the Bible does not say that. Yes. But I don't think that, follow me. <laughs> Imagine this. Jesus, Peter is walking to Jesus on the water. I don't know how, how he was walking, but there was waves, so. You know? Suddenly he started looking at the water, and he sunk. He sunk, and Jesus stretched the, the, his hand and take Peter. You know? I think that Jesus 
pull him out of the water and put on his feet. I don't think that Peter was sunk on the water and Jesus took his hand and, and Peter was till the till the boat. I don't think that Jesus did that. I think that Jesus took him, put on again on the water, and walked with him back to the boat. You know, come on my hand, take my yoke. Let's go to the boat again. When they get to the boat, they were not laughing of the Peter that was sunk. You know, that was underwater because he came back walking. When they arrived to the boat, and the Bible says this, they worship him. Not Peter, Jesus. Maybe there was people who saw you when you sank. But that same people will see you when you walk back at the hand of Jesus. Because you are not alone. And hear this. And they will worship God. Because they will know that was not your strength. That was not your effort. That was not your experience as a Christian. That was your dependence on God. Who make you walk upon the water. Now you can clap your hands. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come to me. My yoke is easy. You know what it means, easy? It's not what you think. The word is restos or irestos. And it means that it fits well. It fits well. You know, this yoke was made was tailored for you. It's just what you need. Oh, come on. That was good, the last part. (laughs) (laughs) The last part was good. What do you mean, Pastor? That it was made for you. It was good. It it is good for you. Pastor, I I am sick. Do you say that it's good, this sickness for me? I'm not saying that what you are suffering, that the thing that you are suffering is good, but all things work for good for those who love the Lord. Don't lose the last part. For those who love the Lord, for those who love. This is not a word for everybody. This is a word for those who love him. This is not a counseling for everybody. Oh, you are suffering. I'm so sorry. But, you know, the guy is smoking and drinking and, you know, whatever. And and we come to him. All things work for good for those who love the The guy is not thinking about God, don't care about God. And we come with this verse. No. <laughs> This word is for those who love the Lord. Don't look to the need or the process or the sickness or the 
lack of money or the or your job problem. Look to God and love Him. Because while you love Him, this work will work for good in your life. It's not the issue. It's your attitude. It's not the sickness, poverty, or uh, unemployment, or uh, divorce, or uh, oh, I don't know, whatever you are going through. It's not the issue. It's the attitude you have through the issue, that issue, that process, that you love the Lord no matter what. No matter what. I love you, Lord. I love you. This will not take away my love, my love for you. I love you in any circumstance. I love you in my, uh, in my poverty. I love you in, in my, uh, Lack of whatever. I love you in the sickness. I love you. I love you, Lord. I love you even if I'm wrong in my decision about my marriage. I love you. I took my bad decision. But I love you, Lord. Because I love you. I want that you work this for good in my life. Loving Him does not mean that you are perfect. Loving Him means that sometimes you are wrong, but you love Him. And while you love Him, that wrong decision will receive, will give you lessons, teachings. And while you are going through that process, that love will take you to a good place. A better place where you've been. Come to me. Jesus said to you, come to me. And for finishing. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. <laughs> for finishing this, this word. Sometimes what you are suffering or what you are going through. You will learn from that if you, you will grow in Christ through that. God will grow inside of you. The, the, His Spirit will rule in many other areas that He was not ruling. That will work for good in your life. But not only that. While you are going through this and you love the Lord. Don't forget that. And you love the Lord. You don't quit loving Him. I love you, Lord. With friends or without friends. I love you, Lord. With my family around me or without my family around me. Te amo con amigos o sin amigos. Con parientes y amigos o sin parientes y amigos. Te amo, I love you with money and without money. Con dinero o sin dinero. I love you with car or without a car. With house or without it. I love you, Lord. Above all things, I love you. I love you with resources or without them. I love you when the people applaud me, congratulate me. I love you also when I, there is no applauses. I love you also. And while you love him and you come to him, come to me.
Come to me, come to me. When you love him, not only you will grow in Christ, also other people will grow because of you. <clears throat> Some of you know Carol Roddy. No? Some people here maybe know. You, uh, maybe you know that Ian's Rolly wife, Carol Rolly, she went through the process of cancer last year. For us, that we were been praying, we've been praying with all our network and friends in South America for Carol. Uh, at the same time, she was going through this. Uh, another uh, person, uh, uh, Ben Pass' wife. In New York, she was going through the same hardship. Fuimos muy bendecidos con el testimonio de nuestras hermanas. We were very blessed looking at them. Carol, uh, and Teresa, we were very blessed because they were faithful to God. They gave word of hope while they were sick. They gave word of uh, encouragement, of faith, while they were going through that. And you know, there is an authority behind the words that you speak. And when you are going through hardship and you give word of faith, your words have more authority. You know, if you, if someone who have a lot of money, good car, beautiful house, you know, a boat at the, uh, at the garage, a garage, of the garage, um, I don't know, whatever you think, that person have it all. And then come to you, to you and says, well, money is not all. Okay. Uh, and would say, I trust on God all the time. And you see that the guy have it all, you know. And he says, okay, yes, I can see that you trust in God. I believe in your faith. <laughs> But you have it all. But when the per a person who is going through need, a pastor from Venezuela, a pastor from Cuba, Jesusín, un amigo, a friend of mine in, in Cuba. When they say to you, money is not all. I trust in God. There is authority behind that. And those words have more weight. Tiene más peso. When you go through processes, hardship, tribulations, or what, put the name whatever you want, and you are faithful to God, you love Him over all things, you depend on Him, you are a preaching without words. 
you are a testimony of God. Not because you are healed or prosper or you get a job in, a, in two or three days and wow, that's a testimony. No, when you are not having a job or when you are not having uh, the response to your prayer and you still love God and be faithful to Him, you are a preaching without words. You are a testimony of the faithfulness of God in your life. You, there is weight in, there is a weight in your words. There is an authority in what you are saying. While my father, father-in-law was at the hospital, and we were taking care of him for six, seven months, eight months. Then he died. One day we came to the hospital and he was, and we find the bed empty. And we thought, okay, we arrived too late. Really? Then we, we hear someone praying. And he was with all the things that were connected to him. He was praying for a person who was ill. I don't know how he did it. Because, because he had many things connected to his body. He, he pulled all that. Go to the bed. And pray for the person. You know, the family of that person. Because there was a person... Two people taking care of that person. They wanted to know Jesus after that. Then my father-in-law died. But they are attending to the church till today. I don't know if you are going to get what you want. I know that you are going to be a wonderful testimony of God. While you go through this process. I pray that you may get what you want. If God wants it. But if not, we are here for his praise. We are here for his glory. We are here for exalt him. Not only with words. Over all things, with our own life. Finished. Come to me, says the Lord. Come to me. Come to me. I have ears to hear you. I have arms to hug you. To hold you. I have wisdom. I have grace. I have love. Come to me. I have all you need. While you are going through this. I am all. For those who depend on me. Come to me. Please stand up. In quietness, stand up. Stand up. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. I may be someone could help me to pray for the people later. But I want to pray with you because... This is not because I'm going to put my hand on your, on your head or in your shoulder. It's not my prayers for you 
that will make you depend on Him is your decision. I can pray for you. And I would love to do it. But this is the moment that between you and Him. Because the yoke have two holes. No four, five, or six, seven, or eight. Just two. One for Him and one for you. Jesus said, this, Jesus is saying this morning, come to me, take my yoke, let me take you to the Father. Let me take you to a place of rest. Close your eyes. And those who want to accept this calling, those who want to respond to this calling, raise your hand. And let's pray together. Father, thank you for Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for you, because you die on the cross and you open a path, a secure path to the Father. Thank you, Jesus, for your guidance, for your Lordship. Thank you, Lord, because you are taking us to a safe place your voice give your voice give us security your presence give us confidence tu palabra y tu voz tu presencia me hacen bien your voice and your presence are good to me Thank you, Jesus. I respond to you. Yo respondo a ti en esta mañana. Vengo a ti. Me dejo llevar por tu presencia y por tu palabra. I give you my, my, my sorrows, my sadness, my depression, my need, my crisis. I come with all this to you, Jesus. Vengo a ti con todo lo que cargo. Vengo a ti con todo lo que cargo. Necesito dejarlo a tus pies en esta mañana. I need to leave my burden at your feet this morning. I need to trust in you again. I believe you. Te creo, Señor. Creo en ti. Creo en tus palabras. I believe in your words. I believe in, in, the, in the power and the grace and the love of the Father. I come to you and I... Let you guide me. Te dejo guiarme. Quiero que me guíes. Take me. Take me, Jesus, to the safe house of the Father. Llévame al lugar seguro del Padre en esta mañana. I come to you. Come to me. Ven a mí. Hijo, hija, ven a mí. Son, daughter, come to me this morning. Come, come to me. Don't depend on your strength. Don't depend on your experience. Don't depend on your job or money or bank account or whatever. Don't depend on the things that you know you are strong. Don't depend on people around you. Depend on me. Depende de mí. Confía en mí. 
please. Please, if you can, if you know the person that is next to you, pray for the person that is next to you. Maybe there is someone who needs prayer. We are family. We are Mercy Hill. We are family. Pray for the person that is close to you. If you can, if you are able, put your hands in the, in, on the shoulder or ask permission to the person that is next to you. Pray for the person that is close to you. Please, let's pray each other for a moment. You are not here because an anointing man from Latin America came to preach to you. You are here because he is here. You are here because Jesus called you to be today in this in this temple, in this meeting. Pray for the person that is close to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my brother. I pray for my sister. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you. You are our secure place. You are our safe safe house. You are, Lord, our uh, our boat. In the middle of the, in the middle of the storm. Father, we come to you in Jesus name, in Jesus guidance, in Jesus direction. We come to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We pray for my brother. I pray for my sister. Give her strength. Give him strength. Guide him. Give him wisdom to walk in your path. Strength him. Fortalecelo. Renuevalo. Que tu presencia le traiga paz a su corazón. Let your presence give peace in the heart. Rest in the soul. Que su vida comience a descansar en tu presencia. Que su vida comience a recibir de la gracia abundante en Cristo Jesús. Receive grace upon grace, upon grace, upon grace through this process. In the name of Jesus. Let the Spirit grow inside of you. Que el Espíritu crezca en tu interior. Que la vida de Cristo crezca dentro tuyo. Let the life of Christ grow inside of your life. I pray for my brother. I pray for my sister. That they may know you better. That they know you more and more and more. That this process could take him to know you more. Conocerte más, descubrirte más, amarte más. I love you, Lord. I love you above all things. I love you above, above all my relationships. I love you, Lord, more than ministry. I love you, Lord. You are, you are the focus of my life. You are the source of my being. You are the source of life. You are, you are spring of water. You are all I need, Lord. We praise you. We worship you. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. God bless you. Mercy Hill. Thank you very much. Amen. 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 We have, in a genuine way, just experienced communion. Hallelujah.